Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 93 of the NicheSiteTools.com podcast. So glad to have you here. In this week's episode, we're going to talk all about ranking and renting or selling your website. So what exactly does that mean? This came to me from Marcus over the last week. He sent me two links, one to a PDF guide and one to a link to Glenn Alsop, formerly of Viper Chill, now of Gaps.com. You guys have probably heard of him. Both of the articles, or one of them was a PDF and the other was a web page, but both of them were talking about the same thing, which was creating a bunch of different websites with minimal, minimal content and basically talking about one or two pages, less than a thousand words or somewhere right around there, and then having them rank and then either renting them out to somebody because you are ranking on the first page of Google for some terms or going ahead and selling those websites if that's what you want to do. Interesting idea, something I hadn't heard of, but apparently it was popular or is still popular um, over the last couple of years, and it's something that apparently is still working, and it's something completely new to me that I'm going to bring to you guys today, give you something else to possibly think about, some other ways you could go to create some websites and bring in some online income. But before we do that, I wanted to quickly thank a couple of new email subscribers. I've gotten, I think, 18 or so over the last couple of weeks, and I wanted to thank three by name, Steve, Jamie, and Brandon. Thank you guys for leaving your name so that I can thank you on the podcast episode. Greatly appreciate that. And if you're not yet an email subscriber, all the cool kids are doing it and you can get some cool free stuff. So you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe. And once you do, you'll instantly get my keyword brainstorming guide giving you some great ideas on what to write about. And in addition, you'll also get my seven simple SEO tips guide, which will be great to help your content rank. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's get right into the content for this week. So as I mentioned, this episode is going to be entitled something along the lines of ranking and renting or selling websites. And what exactly does that mean? Basically, the topic is this. The idea is that you're going to create a bunch of websites with minimal content around a couple of different local search term phrases. So basically, you would be looking to rank locally in certain areas for things like, let's say, Phoenix Barbershops or Phoenix Lawn Care Services or something near me was the other main phrase that Glenn Alsop was talking about. Basically, antique shops near me, barber shops near me, some things along those lines. And basically what you're trying to do is rank for, to get on the first page of Google for the phrases that you're targeting. And since nothing in life is guaranteed, the point of this is that you're going to create a bunch of different websites on this topic, get one or two backlinks from sites that you can go out there and find, like internet directories and things like that. The stuff you used to hear about way back when, apparently this is all still working today. So what the point was, like let's say instead of creating one or two different websites with a bunch of different content, maybe 10 articles per site, and then you're trying to rank that, this is completely different. This is a different idea. In this case, basically, you're going to go out there and create 20 different websites or maybe one domain that has a bunch of different subdomains, kind of the same concept, 
but you're going to throw a lot of stuff out there. Give it a couple months to rank, and then the ones that do end up ranking and showing up on the first page of Google, those are the ones that you would want to continue to either market or continue to work on to get create a little bit more content to continue ranking, maybe get a couple more backlinks to help you rank a little bit higher on that first page of Google. So basically, you're going to throw a bunch of stuff out there, see what websites do start to rank on their own over time. Just let them sit there, create one or two pages of content with like one main page of around a thousand words and a contact page and just leave them, leave it at that, leave it out there for a month or two. And then check your rankings and see which of those sites that you created are starting to rank. So it's really minimal cost, minimal effort in this particular case. And if you have unlimited hosting like I do, basically you can create any number of websites on your hosting account. And it's just one fee. You already have hosting anyway, most likely. So it's basically free for the hosting piece if you already have hosting. Or if you don't, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash web hosting hub and you can get that discount on my hosting that I utilize. And once you do that, you have your hosting. The only thing you're really paying for if you're creating this content yourself is for the domain name. So you're paying 10 or $12 for that domain name, get some domain privacy. That's really all you're paying in this particular instance to try this out. So that definitely really had my interest. And this is something I'm definitely going to try myself. And there's a lot of great examples in both of the pieces of content that I checked out from Marcus. And I will link to those in the show notes. If you go to nichesitetools.com forward slash the number 93, you'll see that PDF guide in addition to the post from Glenn also over at gaps.com. And there's a lot of great examples on exactly what they're talking about. Glenn actually revealed um, some of the sites that he had done this on and the other guy did as well. So you can actually see directly what they were doing and what's how those sites are ranking right now. And uh, you can get a good idea of some of the things you could think about. And what this triggered in my mind was, I've mentioned on the show that we're building a house right now, my wife and I, and we're going to be moving to a new community probably sometime towards the end of June. And where we're moving to is one of those master plan communities. If you're from Florida, if you've been to Florida, you've probably heard of some of those things. But basically, it's a humongous community that's planned out over a number of years or even decades in this case. Like right now, there's 1,500 homes where we're moving in over several decades, probably 50 or more years. There's supposed to be about 10,000 different homes. And within that, there's supposed to be shopping, entertainment, restaurants, things like that. So it's a humongous master plan community. And the idea that popped in my head after reading these pieces of content was that, and I know that a lot of folks want services in the community, like they may want somebody to build a pool or they may need somebody for lawn care or pest control. I'm on this application called next door which if you haven't tried it out you should it's a cool app i'm not sure if it's just us or if it's all over the place but basically what the app is it's like a kind of like a private facebook group but it's through an app and access is restricted to folks within your community so you have to actually put in your address and it has to be verified through a phone book or Um, like a utility bill or somebody that lives in the community, you basically have to be verified. And then it's kind of like you can have online classifieds, you can ask questions and things like that, but it's everybody in your community. So there's a better level of trust and things like that. 
You know that the people that are in there and responding are living within your community. So it's a cool place to go hang out. And what I see in there a lot is people asking these types of questions like, what's a, I just moved to the area. What's a good doctor to go to? What's a good dentist to go to? What's somebody that can help me with lawn care? What's somebody that can help me install a pool? Those types of things are things people are asking for on a daily basis. And my thought was I could do something like this, create a bunch of different websites and target the name of the community and pool installer or landscaping company or all those types of things, which is basically what um, those uh, two pieces of content that I was talking about were referring to. So different services that you're ranking for in your local area that you can get on the first page of Google for. And in my particular case, it may be too small of a market to target the name of the community and then those services versus targeting a city. So what they said in the one PDF guide was basically you want to target your city because you want it to be broad enough that somebody would be willing to pay you, say, somewhere between $500 and $1,000 to rent out your website. Basically, you would be looking to rank for terms like Phoenix Lawn Care Services or Phoenix Plumbing or something like that, a big metro area where you could definitely look to make $500 to $1,000 renting out your website that is ranking for those terms. And basically, all you would have to do is change your content to add in the name of whatever company was willing to pay you that money, and then they would be ranking for that term right away automatically and there's different things you can do to get those people to go ahead and sign up and pay to rent your website there's a couple of different tactics you could take the one pdf guide was talking about putting your website out there ranking it and then there's a number of different ways you could try to reach them you could actually call them which a lot of people would be apprehensive just starting out to try to go out there and sell services on your website if that's something that is intimidating to you or it's something that you would be afraid to do, especially when starting out. You could also reach out and they provided a specific email that you could actually send to try to get somebody to go ahead and offer up to pay for renting your website. Great email. You could copy, paste it, send it out, see if it works. So you could start out via email and then potentially if somebody's going to pay you 500 to 1000 at some point, you're probably going to have to talk to them. So at that point, you can decide how you want to handle that. He also has another way in there that through a specific WordPress plugin, you can actually have somebody go to your website and they could plug in the URL of their website and they can see their content as if it was going to appear on that domain name that you have. And they could actually sign up, pay 500 bucks, say, to rent your website. And using this plugin, they put in their URL and then the content on the website is replaced with basically the content from their website. So it's an interesting idea. Um, I don't know too much about that, but I tried it out. I went to the one um, website the guy has out there, tried it out with uh, one of my websites, and it, it worked. It just showed my content on that website for a couple of minutes. It's just a demo thing. But it could be 100% hands-off, so you could send somebody an email. Or if they found your website, they they would get a pop-up on their screen that says, would you like to rent this website? You can rent it for $500 
put in your URL and boom, they it could be 100% hands off and they would never have to contact you at all. But there's some downsides to that. I don't think it's very likely somebody would pay $500 to do that without actually talking to someone, but you never know. He said he's had that work before. So that could be one option. And another that Glenn talks about is that you're just going out there, you're just creating these websites. And what you could do after that is once they do start to rank on the first page of Google, you could actually sell those websites on a site like Flippa. And Glenn actually showed two screenshots where he sold some websites. One of them was barbershopsnearme.com and the other was grocerystorenearme.directory. And he sold the first one for $7,000 and he sold the second one for $5,000. This is just by creating a batch, let's say 20 or so different websites for different terms that you're trying to rank for letting them sit out there, see which ones do start to get traffic and rank on their own with just one or two backlinks and one 1,000 word article or so, and then a contact page on there and letting those sit. And then once they do start to take off and start to get some rankings, maybe add in one or two more backlinks, one or two more pieces of content. But that's it. And creating minimal websites and then he was able to sell them for that much money. I'm sure that probably has your attention because I don't know about you, but I've never sold a website for five to seven thousand dollars with hardly any content on them and nothing to speak of as far as, you know, things to actually sell somebody, you know, a full functioning website that's bringing in income. Nothing along those lines. It's just a site that is ranking on the first page of Google with minimal effort. So that idea definitely has me quite intrigued. I've actually dabbled a little little bit in just selling of domain names way back when. So I think it was around 2003. I've talked about this in some of the early podcast episodes. But way back then, I thought about the idea that was when buying and selling domains was really popular. You could just get a URL like business.com and sell it for a million dollars. Of course, those were few and far between. But the idea of just getting a good domain name and selling it was something that was popular back then. And at one point in time, I actually registered TotalWorkout.com because the Total Gym was really popular at the time. So I was thinking that it could bring in some traffic. It's something that maybe the people at Total Gym would want to buy. It's something that I'm sure they had money. They were advertising. I think it was Christy Brinkley and definitely um, Chuck Norris at the time were big into it. I still think they still are. Definitely Chuck Norris, I think, is still promoting that product. But the bottom line was I registered it and then I let it sit out there for a while. I put an email address on the website and put one piece of content that talked about the total gym, talked about working out, things like that. And I did get email queries from people that were interested in buying the total gym, even though I had no links to anything on the website and it just looked like it had something to do with total gym, people were reaching out to email me. So that kind of showed that some people were hitting my website. Some people were going there thinking it had something to do with the total gym. So what I did was I reached out to an email address that I could find. I went to the Total Gym website or the company website and I searched through, I looked for somebody that had something to do with marketing and I reached out to them and I said, hey, I have this website that I've had out there for a short period of time and people are emailing me, asking me for information about the Total Gym and I was wondering if you guys would like to buy it to complement your Total Gym website with a Total Workout website. People could come there looking for a workout tailored to your Total Gym 
And I just put together a sales email having no clue whatsoever what I was doing, scared out of my mind that somebody would actually probably respond and ask me more questions about my website traffic or other things like that that I didn't even have. But the bottom line is that people were reaching me and they could bring in more customers for their product by having my website. And I offered to give them the email address I had associated with the website, the website itself, and they could just basically take it over and do with it what they want. So much to my surprise, Within a week's time, I did get an email response back from their marketing director, and he wanted to set up a phone call with himself, a couple other folks at the company, and if I remember correctly, I think it was the CEO or somebody really high up within the company, and he just wanted to set up a conference call to talk this whole idea over, but he was definitely interested. And at that point, I was scared even more out of my mind. I actually would have had to get on a conference call with just a single-page website with a contact um, email listed on there and pitch this to a bunch of people in a conference room from a phone call. And believe me, that is something I had never done before. I just thought, what have I got to lose? I think I initially asked if they would be willing to pay for $10,000 for the website, just throwing a big figure out there and seeing what happened. And after that quick conference calls, about 15 or 20 minutes, and we just talked about what I said in email, I think he just wanted to know that I was an actual person and I wasn't trying to scam anyone. I had, um, you know, an actual phone number and I wasn't in some far off country. So we've had that phone call. And as a result of that phone call, they offered to pay me $2,500 for that website that just had one page on there because it did have some traffic. And I had gotten a couple emails from people that were interested in purchasing Total Gym products or getting more information. So really, it was minimal proof that I had just a barely viable website. A couple of people had found the website and reached out to me about the product. That was enough to sell that website for $2,500. So it stands to reason I know I have done this before, albeit it was a long time ago in a different time when you could just sell domain names like that. But apparently this does make sense because if you think about it, if you're ranking for lawn care services in Phoenix on the first page of Google and your lawn care company looking to bring in more leads for your business, certainly you'd be willing to pay for that, assuming that you can show that there's some traffic. And if you are ranking on the first page of Google, obviously there's going to be some sort of level of traffic, especially if you're ranking for a big city like Phoenix, or even potentially a smaller city, like if you wanted to start with a town or even a neighborhood, like I mentioned, I'm going to try that. I'm actually going to try to rank for some terms in the neighborhood because that's something I think I could easily rank for because there is nobody ranking for community name and then different services that I looked up. So I think within probably less than a month or a couple of weeks, if I had a backlink or two and that content was found by Google, I would be able to rank for that really, really quickly. And that could I could prove that out. I could look for best realtors in the community. And I know having just used a realtor that is really good in the community, that's probably something he himself would be interested in. And I could see what the level of interest is. I know him and I use him as a realtor to purchase the house that we're building. So this is something that I could try out on a much smaller scale and see how it would work, see what level of interest there is, see how easy it would be to convince somebody to rent your domain for you know X number of months, say here, 
that's something I would be willing to try for maybe say a couple hundred dollars for your first website that you start to see that gets some traction and gets some rankings. I could go to that realtor and say, hey, would you mind trying this out? I'm ranking on the first page of Google for best realtor in the community. And if you give me $200, you could try it for a couple of months, see how it goes, see what kind of traffic you get, see what kind of leads you get from that website. And then from there, if that worked out, then you could expand it to other businesses and you could show proof that what you did as far as ranking works. And not only that, but it helped bring in, you know, X number of dollars, three or four people ended up signing up with this realtor, purchasing houses, and it ended up in $10,000 in commissions to them. So the more proof that you have that this sort of stuff works, the better you can do and the more money that you can bring in down the road. So it's definitely something that I would like to try, even if I don't do anything more than just creating a couple of different websites or creating one website and using some subdomains is try to rank for those terms, see how easy and quickly you can rank for those terms, and then decide what to do with it from there. I really like the idea of actually just turning around and selling those websites too, because if you could put out, say, 20 different websites on different topics like this, and you're ranking for bigger terms like cities or the county you're in or things like that, where you can definitely get a couple hundred people or a couple thousand people searching for those terms and then going out there and try to sell the website on Flippa or even try to sell the website to somebody that is ranking maybe on the second or third page of Google that would like to move up the rankings, that's a great place to try to find people. So if you see somebody or some company that currently is ranking on the second or third page of Google and you're ranking on the first page of Google for terms that they would be interested in, you could try to sell them the website and it could be it would be a really easy pitch i think say hey i see you're ranking on the third page of google you can move up to the first page where you're going to get one or two thousand more people searching for that term per month and you can just take over the website or I can help you migrate some content over to that website. There's a lot of different ways you could potentially take this but even if you don't like the idea of approaching somebody even via email definitely over the phone I understand that that could be intimidating it was for me but even if you just wanted to try this out, create some websites, rank for terms like that, you could just turn around, sell them on a site like Flippa, or at least list them on a site like Flippa, see what happens, and you really have nothing to lose. You probably paid $20 or less to get that domain name, and it took you maybe an hour, let's say, to create some content. So even factoring in how long it would take just to remove the default content from the WordPress website, create one piece of content, create a contact page, and the more you do that the quicker it'll be so you can scale that on a big basis you could do probably 20 different websites in a week's time if you wanted to and the only cost that you have is about 10 to 20 dollars per website to register that domain name you could have a whole bunch of these websites let's say 20 or so that you let sit there after you create one page of content and a contact page let them sit out there for you know one to, somewhere between one and three months see which ones do start to rank see which ones are ranking on the first page of Google and then add maybe one or two more pieces of content to those websites to increase the terms that are bringing in traffic so you can get some more terms bringing in some additional traffic turn around and list those on Flippa and sell them and see how it goes you have nothing to lose 
really you're only spending somewhere between 10 and $20 per site at the most. And then if you sell even one website for $1,000, $500, even a couple hundred, that can fund more websites. So the more money that you could bring in, you could throw even more websites out there and keep trying this so you can see how it could easily scale quickly. And just by selling one or two websites, you could have the income to keep doing this on a bigger and bigger basis. And this could really be a lucrative idea. So I'm definitely going to try it out myself. I'm going to start with a couple of different websites or a couple of different subdomains on one website for different ideas for my community. So for example, plumbers or lawn care services or pool creators or best realtor, those types of things that somebody would be willing to pay for if you can drive more clients to their website and bring in additional income for them. So then I might try the county. So I might try a bigger scale to go for the county that I live in for services related to that. And then I may try the big, bigger cities that are in the area, which may be harder to rank for, but I'm going to start with the things that I think would be easiest to rank for, see what kind of traffic and rankings I can get, prove that out, and then try to go on a larger scale to up from the county level, maybe to the larger city level, and go from there and just see kind of see how this works. For $10 to $20 a pop, even if I get domain names for every one of these websites, I really think that's a small investment considering what you could sell these websites for or rent them for down the road. So this seems like a really good idea. And Glenn and the other person mentioned that they were trying to rent these websites for $500 to $1,000. When you're just starting out, maybe you target $200 or $500, whatever you feel comfortable starting out at. And then once you do have some success, then you could scale it on a much bigger level. And the more you feel comfortable, if you were reaching out to people via email or phone, the more you do it, the more you would feel comfortable with it. Or you could just turn around and decide to flip all of these websites on a site like Flippa. So you could just turn around and keep this all anonymous. Once you are ranking on the first page of Google, put it out there on Flippa showing your proof that you're ranking, showing some of the Google Analytics stats on how much traffic you're getting and just just having that website that is ranking on the first page of Google regardless of how much content you have is something that's lucrative for someone. So there definitely is a market for that and you could definitely turn around and sell those. Again, remaining mostly anonymous throughout the whole process. So if you have privacy on your website and you just put it up on Flippa, and you use a broker to take in the money and transfer the domain names like that, really no, you wouldn't have to have contact with somebody directly at all over the phone. There may be some questions people have via email, but you wouldn't have to talk to anybody to have a business model like that. So this is something I think that'll really have a broad appeal to, since it has such low barriers to entry, there's such minimal amount of work required, and the potential is there that you could remain anonymous, or if you did want to reach out and actually call businesses or email businesses, you could potentially even bring in more money. This is really an interesting idea that I'm definitely going to explore. And I think a lot of you folks might be interested in that idea as well. And the one PDF article actually went into additional detail. So if you had one of these websites, so let's say lawn care services in Phoenix, and you put a phone number out there, he mentioned a couple of call tracking services that can keep track of those leads so that any lead, generally speaking, that's over 60 seconds in length as far as that call goes is generally considered a qualified lead and that's one that's most likely going to result in additional business for that business owner. You could actually have taken calls, having your website out there for a couple of months. If you said, I had 50 calls within this three-month period that and 20% of them were over a minute 
in length, these are qualified leads that you could potentially pass along to one of these companies to show additional proof and to show that people actually did call in, were interested in these services based on going to this particular website. So I think that's a little bit more advanced, but that's also an interesting idea because a lot of folks in the private Facebook mastermind group over at nichesitetools.com forward slash mastermind, some folks have asked about lead generation websites. So let's say you're going to go out there and you want to drive people to a lawyer's website or a doctor's website or something like that, whereas you could easily find that if one person is going to go to this person for lawyer services for a divorce, let's say, and typically a divorce costs, let's say, $3,000, if every customer that they get brings in $3,000 in revenue, then they know that each of those leads, somebody would probably be willing to pay a couple hundred dollars, say $500 per lead, and you had a website for divorce lawyers in Phoenix, and you were taking phone calls from customers for your website that was ranking on the first page of Google that you were looking to rent to someone, and you were taking some of those phone calls, and let's say, again, let's say maybe you got 10 phone calls over the last three months, and two of them resulted in phone calls that were over 60 seconds in length. So you had two qualified leads. So right there, somebody would probably be willing to pay somewhere between maybe $200 to $500 per lead for somebody that was really interested in finding a divorce lawyer and they were probably going to be paying around $3,000 for that service. This is just a general example, just throwing numbers out there. But he did talk about those call tracking services, different call tracking services that you pay for per call basis, and they can track stats like that, how long the call is, where the call came from, who was the phone call coming from, their phone number, all sorts of details like that. So if you have been considering like a lead generating website, this is sort of along those same lines, and it did mention some call tracking services. So that might be something that you might be interested in as well and exploring that topic. So again, all of the details as far as those two links will be in the show notes, nichesitetools.com forward slash the number 93. I'll have a link to that PDF guide and a link to the article from Glenn Alsop's site, gaps.com as well. So some really interesting ideas. Hopefully this gave you some ideas that you might not have been thinking about. This definitely falls outside of traditionally what I would recommend as far as creating authority websites where you would create one website or a couple of different websites on different topics, create a bunch of content, try to be the person that helps everybody on that particular topic become an expert on the idea. This definitely falls outside that, but it definitely does serve a particular need. Generally, small business owners are focusing on their business and trying all they can to bring in more business so they can succeed. And if you can help someone rank on the first page of Google and you already have a website that's doing that and you can go to them and say, hey, I already have a website that's ranking for best barber shops in Phoenix and they run a barber shop and they're really looking to bring in more clients. That's something that's really attractive to somebody. You already have the website. You've already proven that you can rank on Google and the first page of Google and all you have to do is plug in some of the information on their business and they can get leads immediately right away. You already have the website. So that's why this is really a great idea. And you're doing all the work ahead of time and it's really minimal work. You're only creating a website with one piece of content in a contact form, letting it sit over time. The ones that do start to rank, create another one or two pieces of content, maybe one or two backlinks that are really easy to get. You don't have to pay for backlinks. It's talking about getting backlinks from um, some online directories, or maybe if you have another website or a blog currently existing, you can create a link to that website on your existing 
um, blog or website. So you could just be giving yourself backlinks from other sites that you already have. And then once those backlinks are discovered by Google, it'll go out and crawl your website and it'll start to rank it. So there's really minimal effort and the potential is really there to bring in a lot of online income. And if you were to do this as the fo- as your primary focus, the more that you could do this successfully and you could help people get leads for their businesses, the more they would probably talk to friends and they probably know other people in small businesses. And you could get a lot more referrals that way. And this is something that you could do and you could scale on a large basis. So something I'm definitely interested in, hopefully it piqued your interest and maybe you're thinking about it. And this is something I will definitely report back on in the future. So I plan to create maybe a couple of websites over the next week or so and see how they start to rank over the next month or two. So it's going to be probably a long process, you know, a month or two. It's not going to be a next episode type thing. So if you're not already on my email list, definitely jump on there. You'll get new post updates and new podcast episode details whenever they come out so that whenever I do refer back to this in the future, you'll know because you'll get an email and you'll see the uh, details in there because I generally will include the show notes with podcast episodes. So you'll know good or bad what the results are. I will definitely report back when I have any results. If I create 20 different websites and none of them rank, certainly I'll let you know that. But I'm definitely thinking this will be easy to do, especially if I start out at the community level, maybe go up to a county level and then a city level. I definitely think this will work. I think it's relatively easy with some good, simple SEO tips like the ones I provide in my guide to rank pretty easily for content once a website has been out there for a month or two. So I think this sounds like a very viable opportunity that I would like to pursue. And I'm definitely going to share the, any results that I get with you over time. So again, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe, preferably leave your first name, definitely leave your email address, and then you'll get any updates that I put out in the future on the topic. And if you are interested in this idea or it's something you've tried or are going to try, drop me a note at chris at nichesitetools.com. Let me know how it goes for you. I'd love to be able to share more tips with the audience on what works, what doesn't work, and then we can all share in the success that hopefully we all have down the road. So hopefully this episode was helpful for you today we'll go ahead and wrap it up there. Thanks again for listening and we'll talk to you again in two weeks. Bye-bye now. 